I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. Final vows are no more. We didn't get that memo, Hugh, did we? No, they never told us. They are now called vowel... I can't even say it. They are now called vow renewals. Which is strange when you think about JJ and Ella, considering they never made vows in the first place. Hmm. How are they going to renew them? That was a silly name change, considering what happened, wasn't it? Isn't that the first time we've seen that? I don't think we saw it on either, you know, on Maths UK or Maths Australia. You're right, actually. Whitney and Matt, original Matt, didn't do final vows. They didn't. They met on the bridge or something. Do you remember that kind of clip? Yeah. Well, they really were final vows because... There's no more. She should have thrown them off. Actually, the two of them should have jumped off together and put the rest of us out of our misery. It should be said that we did plan to do a podcast about vow renewals, but it really wasn't worth it, was it? It was such a waste of time. No, seriously, we watched it. We were kind of all G'd up to do mm. the, the podcast. I know, yeah, we'll do this one. And then afterwards, we kind of just looking at each other going, yeah, no, there's nothing in that. There's absolutely yeah. no substance. What are we going to talk about? No. And we hate to be stuck for something to say. And... By the Wednesday night and tonight's episode, it didn't matter a damn what happened at Fair Renewals. It was all about the dinner party and the reunion, really, wasn't it? Yeah, very true. Very yeah. true. The highlight, admittedly, was Laura and Arthur. Well, in particular, Arthur's face. That was hilarious. He just didn't see that coming no. when Laura dumped him. That was so funny. It was like, hang on, hang on, sorry, what? What did she say? So what did she say there? Can we rewind, please? He was all set to double the price of his tennis coach lessons and now it is no more. I know. And, and like, I, I don't know whether I was surprised by that at all. Did I see it coming? Knew, I knew that eventually they were going to split up and I thought it would be very, very soon after they left the experiment. But I, I think she probably, I, I thought she was going to say yes. Ah, Linda, anybody who listened to last week's podcast, I left them in no doubt. Look, she is going to dump him then and there. There's no way she's going to say yes. Yeah, Rewind. so just because you said it means it's going to be true. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you may as well dream here as in bed here. <laughs> Erica and Jordan walked out fine, just as I predicted. They said Oh, yes. God, are we going to listen to this a whole podcast? Seriously, yeah, can't are. be doing with you this. You are, you are. Now, I spectacularly got it wrong with Peggy and George. I do admit that. I totally You said that George was going to dump her. I know, I that know. That was never going to happen, Hugh. Like, sorry, but like, I mean, come on. Okay. I'd love to know what the deal is between those two. I'd love to know, even at this stage, have they actually been intimate? Well, we kind of found out about that later on. I don't get it. I just don't get it. He's all over her and he's wiping away the tears. Well, no, he's actually wiping away nothing. Oh, they weren't right crying. Said, no, I'm no sorry. Tears. There was no, no. tears. There was like, no. no. It was actually embarrassing watching him. He was like a big, I don't blubbering out of him. It's, yeah. I, I still think he's putting on a show, Hugh. Like, I mm. really do think he's putting on a show. I don't think he's genuine at all. Are they still together? We need to Google that. Yeah. I suppose yeah. it'll all come out tomorrow now because we've had the, the very renewal and yeah. the final commitment ceremony and all that kind of stuff and yeah. renewal, whatever, reunion. Reunion, yeah. Adrian and Matt said yes. They did. And um, I suppose, yeah, I'm glad they said yes. Well, I was glad they said yeah. yes. I thought that they would have a future. I thought that the baby thing was going to be the big issue, that mm. he wanted the family and she didn't. But And I thought that Matt kind of showed a, a degree of emotional intelligence when he was saying... Yeah. We don't need to discuss it now. I want you for being you. You're the one I, I want to have a relationship with. And let's see where this goes. Adrian as well. Adrian kind of seemed to be into it. He found the energy that she wanted and it was all going good. It was like what they say about a second marriage. It was the triumph of hope over experience. 
And he did. He was so complimentary of her as well when she arrived in her white dress. And he was really complimentary. Oh my God, you look stunning. You're so beautiful. You look wonderful, etc. No surprise with Tasha and Paul. Tick, tick, tick. Loves All the usual sort of thing. It reminded me a bit of um, Lyndall and Tani's uh, bow renewal or final vows on the Australian Since when were they lesbians? Oh, didn't I say Lyndall and Tani? I meant, uh, what do you call them? Tani and Ollie. Tani and Ollie. That's it. (laughs) Sorry. The last time I have a few beers before the show. And Ella and JJ, well, they both said no, but they said no very nicely. They did. I actually thought that Ella was going to say yes. Oh, um, yeah. no, I did. I did. I still, I still think that she, I thought that she was hanging on to the hope that something was going to happen. I didn't see anything happening. I didn't give them, like, I can't remember what score I gave them last week, but I, I couldn't see them making it to the end. I'm kind of glad that Ella decided that she wasn't going to go ahead with it. And, and, and she did it quite an articulate no, way. I have a different view of it. I have a different view of it. And the view is this. They have constantly been nice to her throughout the entire series. And they didn't want to see her blindsided. So she knew in advance uh, herself and JJ had a chat. I'd say the producers asked them to have a chat with her. And for the first time I can ever remember, both parties went up and said no. I No, I think it happened on Australian maths. I'm pretty sure I heard it before because I was kind of, I was wondering to myself saying, oh, if one person says no, does the other person get an opportunity to speak? And I was thinking, oh yeah, they do. Sure, it's happened before. They still both get this to have their say. Well, if listeners would like to email us in and tell us the couple, but I can't think of one. I'm going to really miss all of those emails from the listeners now that this yeah. is the last show. Like, I actually really am. I kind of really feel like I know some of you guys now. Yeah. Thanks a million, guys, for your input throughout the few weeks. Thanks as well to the admins and the good people at uh, the Facebook group Married at First Sight Uncensored. They were one of the few groups, in fact, practically the only group who uh, allowed podcasters like us, fans like us, to pop up a little note every week and remind everybody that the podcast was up. There's no doubt about it. So many of our listeners came to that link. And I just want to spend a, just a minute just to say thanks to the guys there. No, look at this was it was so successful for us and we're we're delighted. Like mean, the numbers just went through the roof. We're really surprised by the support that we got. And yeah, thanks a million. Thanks. We appreciate that. So moving on now to the dinner party. Moving on to the dinner party and the reunion. Shona and Brad showed up. Shona looked like an Oompa Loompa. I didn't want to say that. No, she did. She, she was orange. Kind of looked like she'd been in the toaster for too long or something. Like, I, I, I don't. Well, like, what was that? Mm. Well, she is a different person. She's taken no shit and, and good luck to her. And it's about time as well. Yeah, yeah, I think once she was away from him and she had time to reflect on what he was doing to her, um, I, I think she copped on to herself. And, but she needed to be away from him. So in fairness to the experts, that was a good call. Yeah. Asking them both to leave. It was a toxic relationship. And it was a good call on their part. And in fairness to the experts, finally they stood up and finally they tackled somebody and they ambushed him beautifully at the reunion tonight, didn't they? Oh, they did. Yeah, there was a united front against him and they called him out and they basically told him about the love bombing. And somebody who has an overinflated view of, of their, their own emotional, emotional inter- intelligence. Yeah. Now, it was beautifully choreographed. No doubt she was told to say the word love bombing. Mel points the finger. Right in there. Paul, for once, comes in on cue and goes on about overinflated emotional intelligence, our view of it. And Charlene says, what do you think of what they've just said? Now, his face, Brad's face, I thought he was going to explode. Ah. He did. He was holding it all in. It was like deep breathing. 
don't rise to it, don't rise to it. Yeah, but, you know, his trick has been laid bare because it was so obvious. His trick is agree with everything. He did, and he did agree with everything. It's like, yep, yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. You know, we firmly believe that you are a serial killer. Mm. You're a sadist. Yeah, absolutely. And you were responsible for the Holocaust. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. And he would say, yeah, 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 that's me. That's me. I know, it's kind of a weird way to be dealing things, but um, obviously that's some kind of a spiritual journey or whatever he's on. Yeah. Um, And and I'm glad to see that Shona is coming back to herself. And, you know, she did lose herself big time in the experiment. And I was worried about her for a while. Didn't like her going in. Maybe still not a big fan of her, but you know, I'm kind of I'm glad that she's finally seeing him for what what he is, and I, I think it was right call as well not to be friends with him. Mm. I don't think if they had such a strong physical connection, I think it would be very very difficult for them just to remain friends. Ash, look, he's just a toxic influence in, in her life or in anybody's I thought you were going life. To say he's a tosser, and I was going to agree with you. <laughs> well, he's that as well. True enough. What did you think of Jay and Luke? Were you surprised? No, not at all. Luke made an absolute idiot of himself on both nights, if you ask me. When it came to the dinner party, he wasn't there to talk about his relationship with Jay one little bit. He was there just to have the ammo against Jordan. I think he's a tit. I do. I think he's an absolute tit. I think that once they were off screen, he just wasn't interested in Jay at all. You know, the facade just fell. Yeah. If anybody could compete with Brad for being the biggest dickhead, he gets in there, doesn't he? And he did a good job. And she was genuine and she still had feelings for him at the end. And I felt so sorry for her. You know, I was shouting at the television, Jay, it's done. Stop it. Stop talking. It's done. He's told you, Jay, how many more times you want him to tell you that he's not interested. It's over. Stop it. You know, I I was actually getting annoyed with her. Only at the end tonight did she finally sort of, you know, say, look, I'm not going to chase anybody who doesn't want to be chased. What's the But I wonder, will she? And and that's the unfortunate thing. I think she probably will. I don't think she's ready to let go just yet. I know. I think that sister of hers will, please God, just say, come on. I up. hope so. I hope so. Because I still don't think that she has closure. I don't know what else she needs. Hmm. Um, But I, I just, I don't think she's hit rock bottom yet. I think that's one of those things that she's going to have to hit rock bottom, unfortunately, to kind of finally understand he is not interested in me. He's a dickhead. Yeah. Uh, they were sad. Uh, Ros and Thomas were a source of sadness as well. Although I have to say, when I saw them, especially at the dinner party at first, there was a warmth and a familiarity between them. And I was looking at the two of them going, you know, there's still something there between you two. Do you think they were flirting? I thought they were flirting. Yeah, they were certainly bordering on it. Yeah, Yeah. I thought they were. But honest to God, did did Thomas look fantastic? Oh, yeah, he's made some transformation. He has. Can you do that in six weeks? Because apparently it was only six weeks since the experiment ended. I think he was changing. I could see the change in him coming up to the last couple of weeks. I could. Um, And then, uh, you know, the last six weeks, then he kind of had a bit of time to himself. He thought about where he was going, what he was doing. He'd had a good time on the show, regardless of the fact that they split up, that he split up with with Roz. Um, I think it was kind of a voyage of self-discovery for him. And I was delighted to see he looked fantastic. Now, I'm just talking about the physical changes. Can you do that in six weeks? Yeah. Like, I mean, what did he do? Think about it. Like, I mean, he just changed his dress sense, got a new haircut. I know he's bulked up majorly. Well, I don't think so. 
I don't okay. think so. I think he's just shown off his body more, Hugh. All right. Okay. You know, like you never would have seen him in those kind of T-shirts and short sleeve right. shirts and things like that in the past because he all, you were slagging him. I was, yeah, yeah. You were saying he always had a shirt and a jumper, a oh, pullover. Yeah. He was sort of uh, a younger Roy Cropper for those of you who watch Coronation Exactly. Yeah. So you don't know what sort of a body he had underneath that. Mm, fair enough. What do we do now? Okay. Well, I don't know. It, it still mystifies me a little bit. She just wasn't ready to let somebody in, maybe. Oh, look, at, um, it's unfortunately, I, I, I don't think this is the end of the road for those two. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see them getting together. It might be a year or two down the line, but I genuinely think they had something. And the pity is, in terms of media stuff, I could see them doing that kind of thing, presenting a show or... Yeah, because there is that kind of chemistry, that banter between yeah. them. They, they, they get on well. And they're not offensive to anybody in particular. Do you know what I mean? They'd kind of be... They could have been competing with us now for next season. No, nobody <laughs> could ever compete with us, my dear. Adrienne and Matt. I'm really surprised with the change in Matt. His attitude. Yeah. We were kind of seeing a different Matt. It's like he gave her a certain amount of leash and a certain amount of leeway. And, you know, he did as much work as he possibly could do. And then it's like, okay, game's over. And he just lays all his cards on the table and a different guy comes out. I think his balls just finally dropped. Mm. You know, I do. I think, yeah, he had nothing to lose at that stage. The relationship was over and he was like, no, to hell with it. I'm going to be honest to myself now. I have nothing to lose here. What about his thing about uh, texting and texting twice a day? Do you think, you know, he should have been giving her the affirmation that she needed? I think considering they were very new into a long distance relationship, I think he probably, yeah, should have put more of an effort in. I think so. Um, And I think he should have acknowledged that she was needy in that respect. And they could have just sorted it out later on, you know, when they got together again and him saying to her something like, listen, I understand that you're very busy, Adrienne, but so am I. So please Mm. don't be offended if I don't go back to you. That said, Hugh, you and I are together quite a while. Yeah. And if you leave me on the open for any amount of time, I'm kind of looking at the text going, you're not replying. <laughs> what's, what's the story like? What are you up to? You know, like, hello? Yeah, well, my style is to reply to a text pretty quick, in fairness. Yeah, you do. And and, and so is mine. And But I suppose we're, we know each other well enough to think that if you don't, well, then you're busy. Yeah. And it's certainly nice to send a little text through the day. It is. Yeah. You know, it only takes a bare little second. And it's just, it can be literally just quick as pressing the love the heart. The love heart, absolutely, you know, yeah. Just yeah. saying, hey, I'm thinking of you, you know what I mean? And I don't know, it's probably a sign of something deeper, you know? But there's no go getting back with them two, it seems. It just, you know... No, those two are, they're yeah, well and truly done. And despite the efforts of the experts, and, you know, the experts were making efforts with them and the experts were certainly making efforts with Jay and Luke in particular as well. It really was embarrassing at times the way they were trying to shove, you know, them back together again. Oh, but was, they were having none of yeah, it. it. They was. just couldn't bear the fact that only one relationship out of 14 was actually working out. It's a pretty crap return. Well, look, I know we're saying that only one relationship is working out, but it seems like Peggy and George's are still together as well. Against all odds. <sighs> yeah, that's true. I, I really probably should be including them in it. But like, is it a relationship? He was saying that he's kind of fallen in love with her or in the process of falling in love with her. And yet he wants to move in with her. And yet they haven't been intimate. It's just it's just nuts. And, and he still has to kind of prove himself and be a different person around her family to make sure yeah. that they like him. And you know, share the blanket around the couch. Sitting on the blanket. Oh, he's sitting on, on, on the sofa. My mum wrapped up 
up in a blanket watching movies. Like, seriously? Mm. Is that what he's become? Is that what his life has become? Is that what he's willing to put up with just to be with Peggy? And why is he even with her? Like, there's no physical relationship there. Yes, they're touchy-feely and I get it and they're tactile and maybe that's enough for some people. But he's a red-blooded male and she's a red-blooded female, for Christ's sake. (laughs) Well, think I'll, about it. I'll talk about Mark and Sean, actually, and just do a little segue. Um, they were the biggest disappointment in the whole thing, in that we saw them and we thought they would give us great fireworks and great drama, particularly Mark. He ended up kind of being Mr. Quiet, really, in the end, didn't he? It, it, it was very, un- their whole relationship was very uneventful. Those two were very uneventful. Sean's just U-turn. That was probably... The biggest amount of drama that we got was probably wondering, well, what happened there? Hang on a sec. What did we miss? We must have missed something there. Didn't see those signs at all. And bang, it was gone. And then we forgot about it then pretty quickly. He was so into Mark at the start and he seemed to be Mr. Right for him, didn't he? He did. But we thought that Mark was going to be a real diva. And I was kind of looking forward to the entertainment value of that. (laughs) If you got a diva from Wish, that's what you got. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. right. (laughs) Let's not get personal here, Hugh. Okay. (laughs) Ella and JJ, um, oh, I'm still none the wiser about all of this stuff with Ella. I really am. It. I don't know. She is just a contradiction. She's an absolute paradox. She is saying, oh, you know, JJ accepted me for who I am. I'm a trans woman and he's a straight man wants me and he wants me for who I am. And he completely accepts me. No, he didn't. Ella. No, on no level did he accept you. No, no level, not sexually, not emotionally, not even really on a friendship level that I could see. And she was hanging out of him then at the at the dinner party and the commitment ceremony. It was it was it was I was a bit cringy. I thought it was a bit cringy. You know, OK, he gave her more than he gave Bianca, a hell of a lot more than he gave mm, Bianca. God, that would be difficult. Um, but that's because physically he liked Ella's body. From mm. the time they went on that retreat and Ella was, you know, around in her bikini and she did look Banging, absolutely banging. Okay. No, she did, Hugh. She looked mm. fabulous to body on her in that bikini. I know it's all fake, but still, um, she looked fantastic. And I think that's that's what was in his head. But no, no, the fact that there was no physical relationship in the end, it just, it, what is Ella looking for? Because, you know, with Nathaniel, it was all, oh my God, you know, I'm devastated. She doesn't want to sleep me. Does he fancy me? I'm mm. used to men being all over me. I'm used to men wanting to have sex with me, begging me for it and this, that and the other. And that's... That's what she wanted with Nathaniel. That's what she wanted with JJ. She mm. didn't get it from either. And no. yet she still felt that JJ as a straight man wants her and accepts her for who she is and all of this. I, I, again, I just get, I can't get it. I know I'm repeating myself, but I just can't get it. But he, I'm trying to figure it out still. He didn't accept her. He didn't accept her, particularly her social life and all that. He didn't like any of that. He didn't like her drinking. He didn't like the fact that the things she said, particularly with her drinking, the abusive things she said. So on what level? to the acceptor you know I just don't hear it it didn't happen it was all very strange and that's what I'm saying I just thought she was a complete paradox you know and I th- what she said and what she did were completely different things and what she said she wanted and what she accepted again were completely different things weird just weird out quick word about Bianca at one point we were team Bianca and we were full of praise for Bianca weren't we we were and I thought she handled herself very well um, when JJ and Ella came out and said that they were together and I thought she, she she had her say and she was very very strong she should have left it at that yeah. she shouldn't have been back she should have taken a leaf from Nathaniel's book and not been on the last two episodes because quite frankly she looked out of place yeah I agree with you she did she looked bitter 
She did. I don't think she did herself any favours. In the end, I know she said, look, at, I wish him the best. I don't harbour any grudges and all this kind of stuff. But were you buying it? Well, I thought it was very interesting that she got uh, most comfort from Shona. And from memory, uh, Shona was gone off the show by the time she was on. Well, I don't know. You, you did say that at the time. I can't confirm that. I'd, I'd literally have to go back and have a look yeah, at it. Yeah, we'd have to have a look, um, but I'm I pretty think, sure. Look, I think that was just coincident. I think Shona was just sitting beside her. Mm. Um, and that's why she kind of gave her that kiss when, when they were talking. Now, when she you said, do I buy the fact that she wishes them well and whatever? Not a hope in hell. She seemed to do a big U-turn from the way she was at the dinner party. Maybe she was looking back in reflection on that. I think they both apologised to her. So she kind of had to accept. She has to accept that at some stage. They apologised to her when they first came out together. She wasn't having any of it. Then they apologised again. Um, And it sounded like sincere apologies. Whether they were or not, they sounded sincere enough. She still kind of wasn't having it from Uh, either of them. Yeah, but she looked ridiculous when she was going on about, you know. My husband with another woman and all that. And my, my my life has never been the same and this that and the other she knew him for two weeks for feck's sake and I think most of that time they weren't even living together yeah they weren't intimate she basically got nothing from him mm. yeah I think she should have probably just left it and, and, and not come Quit on while, yeah. while the gone was good I think you know another couple that shouldn't have bothered coming on were Portia and Terence yeah I mean we're, I'd be struggling to say anything about them I just thought it was quite funny when, when Portia was getting a little bit sentimental and wishing everybody well and saying she loved everybody. Mm. And then Terrace went to put his arms around her and she was like, no, we don't need that. Yeah, well, there was practically no interaction whatsoever between them. They obviously cannot stand the sight of each other. They didn't say hello to each other at mm. that kind of mixer and final dinner party. They weren't talking. I don't think they spoke at all. I, if they said something like pass assault, that's probably the extent of it. <laughs> It was awkward, wasn't it? On so many levels, so awkward. Oh my God. Shall we sum up the whole series or can we do so without using a lot of expletives? Ah, look, for the entertainment value, it was it was fine. It wasn't the best season. By no means. Um, by no means. I think success rate was disastrous. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, Joe Hugh. We're talking about success rate and we didn't actually talk about the successful couple, the one successful couple. Um, Tasha and Paul. Yeah, we never mentioned Yeah, that. but there's, again, there's so little to talk about with them. You know, they're, they're kind of, the kids. I don't know. I, I can't take them seriously. I'm sorry. Uh, I think they're in love. I do think they're in love. Yeah. Um, do I think they'll last? No, I don't. I Sorry. think there's that volatility in Tasha and I just think that Paul is not a fellow who can take that volatility. Yeah, at this point I think he's infatuated where he's absolutely besotted. But mm. is it a long-term thing? Can he sustain it? Probably not. No. So anyway, sorry, not. getting back to the summing up. They got to do something about the cast. Uh, they are picking far too many people who just want attention and are divas and have ulterior motives for being on the show. It is quite clear that all the action that we should actually be really seeing is on the social nights out. We didn't speak about the Erica and Jordan thing and the kiss. Again, what was there to speak about? It was a storm in a teacup. Yeah. They were trying to make something out of nothing as far as I'm concerned. Some girl tried to kiss Jordan. He pushed her away. Mm. And, and why was Eric getting so upset about it? I don't get it. He pushed her away. If he had kissed her, okay, yeah, 100%. You've got every right to be upset there. Her point was that I didn't know the full details and that embarrassed me. But I would counter that with, well, the full details weren't actually too bad. They weren't embarrassing at all. In fact, you should be proud of your man because a girl came on to him. He had a few drinks. He was in a kind of a party situation. 
he could have wore the face off or as we say in this part of the world. Uh-huh. Yeah, when didn't. you're over 50. He actually pushed her away. Yeah. You know, he did the right thing. And I suppose, yeah, you're right. You should have celebrated that. Yeah, 100%. Um, and he did tell her about it. As soon as rumours surfaced, he told her about it because she said that before they went to the dinner party. Now, I am a little bit annoyed with him because he kept on calling it a rumour. It wasn't a rumour. It was just something that happened. It was fact. It wasn't a rumour. I think it was a misunderstanding. Okay. I think that certainly Luke was trying to make out oh, that it was more than it okay. was. Yeah. Thomas was trying to make out more than it was. And ultimately, Ella was the one who kept bringing it up at the dinner table, which was unusual. What was it for Thomas? Why was Thomas so involved in the whole blooming thing? You see, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I just thought it was so unbecoming and I thought it was so strange for Thomas. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the producer set him up for that. Were it, Thomas and Luke close, though, on the thing? I think, I think they, they were. I think they were, yeah. They're OGs, and I just think they were. But yeah. yet, Thomas and Paul and Jordan were on the night out, wasn't it? And Arthur. Arthur was there as yeah, well. Yeah, it was that f- th- those four. Right. Arthur, in fairness, Tom didn't throw him under the bus. He didn't throw anybody under the bus. Yeah. But and he was look, kind of saying, no, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Didn't happen. This whole thing of the nights out, though, is just synonymous with the way the series has gone now and the way these series are gone are gone now, the Australian one included and even near of them all being couples and them all getting down and just having a quiet life and living in apartments and you know just doing the show and working on their relationship the whole time it's gone it's almost gone no they're just like cast members in a movie and the blur line between these nights out and the actual show there's no line between them anymore that line has well and truly blurred yeah, you're right. If we saw what happened on the nights out, if we saw what happened off camera, like, you know, the Jordan kiss, like the Porsche uh, spin the bottle, um, another few bits and pieces that happened on these nights out that were off camera. Yeah. It would have been a much better show. Well, yes. And also when you go on your Instagram, first of all, you see all the drama that happens during the series. And then you go on your Instagram and look at the photos and they're killing each other on the series. They all look great buddies when you see them out in a night out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I suppose at least you have to wonder how much of it is stage a lot of it yeah so something needs to be done about that maybe it's too late I think that the experts only stepped up in the last episode really which was unfortunate and only in parts let's face it I mean you all made it you guys and a big clap and all this it's just unbecoming for experts and I don't understand Charlene's part on the panel at all no like Charlene if she said 20 words for the whole series well she's meant to be this expert and yet you have a couple who are together talking about moving in together they've been through the whole experiment they're on the reunion and they haven't been intimate well then we have Ella and JJ and they weren't intimate and Ella and Nathaniel weren't intimate and JJ and Bianca weren't intimate and who else wasn't intimate Mark and Sean weren't intimate well, like the things. list is practically endless I have never seen so many couples and I know it's not all about physical intimacy and it's not all about sex I get it I really really do but it is a big part it is a big part when you're entering into a pseudo marriage yeah and especially when you have a bloody sex therapist or a sex expert and like, you know what I mean like seriously once again we are looking for a new show to cover are we? Yeah, we are. I'm exhausted, Hugh. Like, seriously, I'm ah, exhausted. I know. Well, after a little break, we're looking for a new show to cover. We're looking forward to your suggestions. Well, it's like this, Linda. Whatever project we do, we're definitely coming back early next year from Maths Australia. Oh, well, that goes without saying. So keep your notifications on, guys. Yeah. Last time it started 29th of January. So we expect the same next time. 
You know, ah. I really am looking forward to it. It is the real deal. Yeah. Till then, enjoy putting up your Christmas trees. Enjoy your Christmas. And please God, we'll talk to you in the new year. Take care, guys. Thanks again. Laters. Bye. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way, you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on hindicastreality at gmail.com. Hindicastreality at gmail.com.